Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC, $33,269.14, down 4.34%. Ethereum at number two, $2,239.34, down 6.23%. Tether at number three, $1. Number four, Binance Coin, $319.13, down 3.45%. Cardano at number five, $1.38, down 4.04%. XRP at number six, 63 cents, down 5.31%. Dogecoin, number seven, 21 cents, down 7.74%. USD Coin, number eight, $1. Polkadot, number nine, $15.98, down 4.79%. And last but not least, number 10, Uniswap, $21.07, down 9%. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. When investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So today is extreme fear at 20. Yesterday was fear at 28. Last week was fear at 28, and last month at this time was extreme fear at 13. All right, so uh, i just like to welcome everyone to the podcast and YouTube channel, Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you can, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, you can help this channel grow. I want to hear some people from other places, especially in America. I see you guys supporting me so far. Thank you to the East Coast and West Coast people. Uh, I have some listeners in Asia, especially in China, Singapore, uh, Malaysia, and also in Indonesia. In Europe, I see some people listening in from Norway, Sweden, uh, Switzerland, and so on. So thank you so much. Uh, if you have any friends in Australia and in Africa or in South America, I'd like to have a few listeners from there too. So please do what you can by liking, sharing, and subscribing. Again, thank you very much for all your support. Appreciate it. Let's take a look at the articles for today. Table of contents are six Six articles. Article number one, Ethereum, why London's four August rollout could hijack this popular Bitcoin narrative. Uh, number two, SEC closes in on settlements with US BitConnect promoters for millions. Uh, article number three, you may soon be able to pay in crypto wherever Visa is accepted. Article four, why Tether, the world's third biggest uh, cryptocurrency, has got economists worried. Uh, Article 5, successful cryptocurrency investors share secrets to success and how to avoid loss. And the main topic for today is a good one. Cryptocurrency terms to know before you invest. A beginner's guide. Wow, I wish I had this when I started. So let's take a look at Article 1, Ethereum. Ethereum why London's 4 August rollout could hijack this popular Bitcoin narrative. With market bulls losing steam all over, the value of most cryptos was trending lower on the charts at press time. However, this also gave many participants an opportunity to gain insights into certain projects like Ethereum. The industry's second largest cryptocurrency has been competing with Bitcoin on all fronts of late, and if institutions and analysts are to be believed, it could take over the mantle from BTC pretty soon. Ether has reportedly seen tremendous growth over the past year, growth fueled by the exponential hike in interest in decentralized finance, DeFi. This is something Goldman Sachs agrees with as well. 
with the firm noting in a recent report that Ether's use case gives it the potential to dominate the digital store of value over the coming years. According to Goldman Sachs, Ether currently looks like the cryptocurrency with the highest real use potential as Ethereum, the platform of which it is the native digital currency, is the most popular development platform for smart contract applications. Curiously, similar thoughts were echoed by Celsius CEO Alex Machinsky recently during an interview. Well, with Ethereum's latest updates making their way to the blockchain, these projections by Goldman Sachs remain well within reach, especially now that the much-awaited London hard fork has been announced for 4 August. According to Ethereum lead developer Tim Bakel, the main net upgrade could be deployed at block 12,965,000 as a per a block activation proposal on GitHub. This pushes the date for the London hard fork from mid to late July to early August. However, the date can only be fully confirmed once all Ethereum clients agree to the said proposal. Tim Bacon on Twitter stated, Yep, unless someone objects in the next 24 hours, London should land on August 4th. A few clients team have thumbs up it already, but we want to be sure no one has any serious objection. Keep an eye out. The upgrade will be an important one as it will finally deploy EIP-1559 and EIP-3554, among other proposals both aimed at countering crucial problems within the blockchain, while 3554 delays the Ethereum difficulty bomb. 1559 will introduce a new fee structure to make the asset less inflationary. This could include and induce the potential of Ethereum takeover Bitcoin as the world's top cryptocurrency. The market's second largest digital asset has also been seeing a fall in correlation with BTC, with the same touching 0.8414 on CoinMetrics correlation chart. However, as per Goldman Sachs, this ongoing competition between Bitcoin and Ethereum, along with other assets, will inhibit any of the cryptos from becoming a well and truly dominant safe haven asset. Given the number of cryptocurrencies in the market, Ethereum may have to fight it out not only with Bitcoin, but other cryptos too, to emerge as an asset class with a store of value. So Ethereum, why London's 4th August rollout could hijack this popular Bitcoin narrative. Comment down below if you think Ethereum is going to surpass BTC in the next few months once the London hard fork gets by. All right. Article number two. SEC closes in on settlements with U.S. BitConnect promoters for millions. Oh, this is a big news and serious news. Four of six U.S.-based promoters of the notorious BitConnect Ponzi scheme have reached settlement agreements with the SEC. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, is nearing settlements with four U.S.-based individuals accused of promoting the multi-billion dollar crypto Ponzi scheme BitConnect. According to Law 360, the terms of the settlements are currently awaiting final approval from Judge John Cotel. The judge noted that while arguments and agreement terms are currently legally sound, minor fixes are needed to be made to ensure they are scrupulously accurate. The agreements include a more than $3 million settlement from Joshua Heppinson of Massachusetts and $576,000 from his fiancée, Laura Mascola, $526,000 from Ryan Massen of Oklahoma, and an unspecified amount from Michael Noble of California. 
the SEC filed lawsuits against six of the scheme's promoters in May of this year, alleging they offered and sold unregistered securities in the United States, including advertising BitConnect's lending platform in testimonial-style videos. The two remaining defendants, Trevon Brown of South Carolina and Craig Grant of Florida, are yet to agree to settlement terms with the SEC. The Law 360 report notes that throughout 2017, the company lured investors with promises of no-risk returns, enticing them to pledge BTC used as collateral against which they could borrow and trade its native BitConnect coin. When the firm abruptly closed its lending platform in January 2018, after receiving cease and desist orders from the state regulators in North Carolina and Texas, investors were unable to redeem their BTC holdings and were left holding the bag as BitConnect coin rapidly crashed by more than 90%. BitConnect is among the largest Ponzi schemes to have infiltrated the crypto sector, having duped roughly $2.5 billion from thousands of investors over the span of one year. The fallout from the scam has been global in reach, with 52-year-old Australian promoter John Lewis Anthony Bigaton facing six charges carrying penalties of between two and ten years of his role in the scheme. So what do you guys think about SEC closes in on the settlements with U.S. BitConnect promoters for millions? Have you heard of BitConnect Ponzi scheme? Comment down below if you ever heard about it and if you know anyone that got scammed from it. Let's take a look at article number three. <clears throat> you may soon be able to pay in crypto wherever Visa is accepted. Visa, it says it will partner with cryptocurrency companies and allow consumers to pay in digital currency wherever its cards are accepted. Nearly 7 million places worldwide and merchants won't have to do anything on their end, but rather customers will simply pay in crypto using a Visa card and it will automatically convert to fiat currency. The merchants don't have to change anything, said Kui uh, Sheffield. Visa's head of cryptocurrency, speaking to Insider, it will be the same as any other Visa transaction to them. But on the back end, the crypto assets are insanely, instantly converted into fiat. So the crypto cards, there are already exists a rising market of crypto linked Visa cards that let customers spend directly from their crypto wallets. And Visa says more than $1 billion was spent on such cards in the first half of 2021 alone. With this new announcement, it should become easier for customers of platforms like Coinbase to link their wallets to a Visa card, assuming, of course, they aren't huddling. Spending crypto. With a steep climb in the value of many cryptocurrencies in recent years, spending them to buy a pizza seems like a bad idea. But at the same time, the ability to more easily transact could provide a much-needed adoption boost. And use cases beyond speculative investments that Bitcoin in particular is primarily used for today. Having a name like Visa attached could foster wider acceptance of digital currencies and bolster trust in them. If you can spend Ethereum anywhere, for instance, using a debit card rather than withdrawing it from a wallet and waiting for it to post in your conventional fiat-backed bank account, it starts to feel like legal tender like any other and less like some newfangled thing with lots of complexity and friction. Eventually, you'll want to sell some of your cryptocurrency to buy tangible goods. Do watch out for the capital gains taxes if your holdings have increased in value since you bought them. Though, nonetheless, greater liquidity and ease of use make cryptocurrencies inherently more useful. 
So yes, there you guys have it. Crypto, you may soon be able to pay in crypto wherever Visa is accepted. Comment down below if you know which type of Visa card is associated with crypto. I know that uh, BlockFi does have a Visa card. Let me know if you think other institutions are going to hop onto this type of integration with Visa and hopefully MasterCard as well. All right. Uh, before we move on to article number four, I just like to say again, thank you so much to the listeners. If you can, uh, please message me or comment down below on what type of news or updates that you want to hear in the future. I've got a few comments and I've gotten a few messages that they want to hear more about how to invest in crypto and the beginning side. So wait till the end of this podcast and this YouTube video because we will take a look at some of the common terminology in the beginner space of crypto world. Okay. So again, thank you so much. Please comment and direct message me if you have any suggestions. Thanks again. Article number four, why Tether, the world's world's third biggest cryptocurrency, has got economists worried. Like Bitcoin, Tether is a cryptocurrency, but it's very different from Bitcoin and other virtual currencies. Tether is the third biggest cryptocurrency in the world by market value. And it's got more some economists, including an official at the U.S. Federal Reserve, worried. Last month, Boston Fed President Eric Rosengren raised the alarm about Tether, calling it a potential financial stability risk. Meanwhile, some investors believe a loss of confidence in Tether could be crypto's black swan, an unpredictable event that would severely impact the market. The issues surrounding Tether hold significant implications for the nascent cryptocurrency world, and economists increasingly fear that it could also impact markets beyond digital currencies. Here's what you need to know. First, what is Tether? Chances are you've heard a thing or two about Bitcoin, but what about Tether? Like Bitcoin, Tether is a cryptocurrency. In fact, it's the world's third biggest digital coin by market value but it's very different from Bitcoin and other virtual currencies. Tether is what's known as a stable coin. These are digital currencies that are tied to real-world assets, the US dollar, for example. To maintain a stable value, unlike most cryptocurrencies, which are known to be volatile, Bitcoin, for example, rose to an all-time high of nearly $65,000 in April and has since almost halved in value. Tether was designed to be pegged to the dollar. While other cryptocurrencies often fluctuate in value, Tether's price is usually equivalent to $1. This isn't always the case, though, and wobbles in the value of Tether have spooked investors in the past. Crypto traders often use Tether to buy cryptocurrencies as an alternative to the greenback. This essentially provides them with a way to seek safety in a more stable asset during times of sharp volatility in the crypto market. However, crypto isn't regulated, and many banks avoid doing business with digital currency exchanges due to the level of risk involved. That's where stablecoins tend to come in. Two, why is it so controversial? Some investors and economists are worried Tether's issuer doesn't have enough dollar reserves to justify its dollar peg. In May, Tether broke down the reserves for its stablecoin the firm revealed that only a fraction of its holdings, 2.9% to be exact, were in cash, while the vast majority was in commercial paper, a form of unsecured short-term debt. 
That would place Tether in the top 10 biggest holders of commercial paper in the world, according to J.P. Morgan. Tether has been compared to traditional money market funds, but without any regulation. With more than $60 billion worth of tokens in circulation, Tether has more deposits than that of many U.S. banks. There have been long concerns about whether Tether is being used to manipulate Bitcoin prices, with one study claiming the token was used to prop up Bitcoin during key price declines in its monster 2017 rally. Earlier this year, the New York Attorney General's office reached a settlement with Tether and Bitfinex, an affiliated digital currency exchange. The state's top law enforcement official had accused the firms of moving hundreds of millions of dollars to cover up $850 million of losses. Tether and Bitfinex agreed to pay $18.5 million in the settlement and were barred from operating in New York State. However, the companies didn't admit to anything wrongdoing. Number three, market contagion. Analysts at JP Morgan have previously warned that a sudden loss of confidence in Tether could result in a severe liquidity shock to the broader cryptocurrency market. But there are also concerns that a sudden increase of Tether withdrawals could lead to a potential market contagion, affecting assets beyond crypto. In June, Rosengren mentioned Tether and other stablecoins as one of the several potential risks to financial stability. These stablecoins are becoming more popular, he said during a presentation. A future crisis could easily be triggered as these become a more important sector of the financial market. Unless we start regulating them and making sure that there's actually a lot more stable stability to what's being marketed to the general public as a stablecoin, Rosengrenz added. Last week, Fitch Ratings warned a sudden mass redemption of Tether tokens could destabilize short-term credit markets. Fewer risks are posed by coins that are fully backed by safe, highly liquid assets, although authorities may still be concerned if the footprint is potentially global or systemic. The U.S. credit rating agency said, whereas stablecoins that use fractional reserves or adopt higher risk asset allocation may face a greater run risk. Tether isn't the only stablecoin out there, but is by far the biggest and most popular one. Others include USD coin and Binance USD. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about Tether? Why Tether, the world's third biggest cryptocurrency, has got economists worried. Comment down below if you ever heard about Tether and the conspiracies behind them. And also if you really think, do they have enough money in the reserves if there was a bank run on them? All right. Let's move on to article number five. Uh, successful cryptocurrency investors share secrets to success and how to avoid loss. So cryptocurrency has become an incredibly popular investment in recent years, but there are still questions surrounding its profitability. The rise of Bitcoin, which has seen its value soar over the past few years, has got many people interested in cryptocurrencies. As a result, there is an incredible selection of cryptocurrencies whose founders have high hopes of increasing in value. Reasons for investing in cryptocurrencies have ranged from memes to cults of personality. Nonetheless, questions still linger about whether emerging cryptocurrencies can take off, and if the time for ordinary people to invest and profit has come and gone. Fortunately, investors sat down with Unilad to give insight into the future of cryptocurrencies. These investors include those who made serious money from the early days of Bitcoin. 
Speaking about whether normal people without thousands of pounds to risk should invest in cryptocurrency, Reddit user Kindest Regards, who began investing 10 years ago, mentioned a phrase that got him involved. The best time to buy Bitcoin is 10 years ago. The second best time to buy it is today. Other people who invested in cryptocurrencies when they first began to see success offered similar advice, although they also noted ways to ensure that investment was wise. So here, <clears throat> let's take a look. Another longtime crypto investor who asked to be referred to as Thai claimed that they went on to make more than $1 million by investing what they could when they could from 2016. Thai said that people should have a long-term vision and use what funds you can that won't affect your daily, monthly budget. It is worth noting that this kind of advice is sound in most investments. The investors are also gave insight into where they see small investors in the greater scheme of cryptocurrency investments are. He noted, I think small investors have a place. If you make money off your investments, then you can eventually become a big investor. It's all about your starting point, and a thousand small investors is often a lot more than one large investor. So I think it's important. The beauty about this technology is anyone can participate, no matter who they are or where in the world they are, without asking permission from anyone. Once people start going straight into crypto without having to buy with government currency, first, I think we'll especially see lots of people who have been left out of the old financial system start to take over. So despite stating that smaller investors have a place in the market, Thai still compare the market to the Wild West. Due to the decentralized nature of cryptocurrency, its value can fluctuate sharply and leave people out of pocket. Equally, some currencies are designed to be a profit for the creator rather than a viable currency. So here, factors that have led to people losing money in a cryptocurrency market, he discussed one example. From reading comments online, I know a lot of people lose money because of overtrading or trading on margin. Both are dangerous behaviors that could wipe out an account easily, whether crypto or any other more conventional investment. One client of mine lost all his crypto because he used passwords that were too simple and often repeated among accounts, nor did he check the account for unauthorized transactions or take steps to strengthen his security. In a matter of few months, his $75,000 balance was wiped out. Cases of people losing money in cryptocurrency endeavors are not unique. And Valenzuela also mentioned that he knew people who had lost significant amounts. He pointed to people investing in scam cryptocurrency as well as the surge in Dogecoin. These more impulsive endeavors have led to people losing money. Shortly after the conversation with Valenzuela, the value of Dogecoin plummeted. Despite initially getting a lot of people to invest in Dogecoin, Elon Musk recently made some disparaging comments uh, about the cryptocurrency. The fact that Dogecoin has been so volatile and seemingly changes with the mood of the business magnate has led to calls for Musk to be banned from Twitter. The majority of people who spoke to Unilad encouraged long-term investors rather than hopes for a get-rich-quick scheme. This makes sense given that the incredible profits Bitcoin investors saw came after the best part of the decade. However, there were also stark warnings, including those who are not from an upper middle class would not be able to live off the currency alone. It seems that having a long-term vision is essential in the cryptocurrency market. And with that in mind, the investors have suggested that an average Joe could make money in the market. Nonetheless, like any investment, 
more capital will lead to a greater return, and it is placed at the buyer's risk. The risk is particularly poignant considering hedge fund manager Michael Burry, who foresaw the 2008 crash, has warned about the impending issues in cryptocurrencies. In this instance, those who managed to pick the right cryptocurrency a decade ago would have seen a return on their investments at a much better rate than your average ISA. While this could, in theory, happen again, it may be a very bumpy road for even the smallest of investors. So there you guys have it. Successful cryptocurrency investors share secrets to success and how to avoid loss. Let me know in the comments down below what you think are successful and what you think are ways and techniques to avoid losses in the crypto world. All right, let's take a look at the main topic today. It's a good one. It is called crypto terms, cryptocurrency terms to know before you invest, a beginner's guide. I wish I had this when I first started. So HODL, DAP, Ethereum. No, these are not words from a newly discovered alien language. They're among the many new and key terms in the language of cryptocurrency. The cryptocurrency isn't just a novel investment option and in many ways represent a different world altogether compared to traditional stocks and bonds. Between unfamiliar acronyms, emerging technologies, and keeping up with memes and tweets, just learning the basics takes time, even for seasoned traditional investors. As with any investment, it's important to understand exactly what you're investing in before you start. That's especially true when it comes to a speculative and still evolving asset like crypto. So there are a few prerequisites we recommend before you buy into crypto, like stocking your emergency fund, paying down high interest debts, and securing a traditional retirement plan. And like we've said before, you should only ever put into crypto what you're willing to lose. And experts recommend dedicating no more than 5% of your portfolio to these digital assets. But another item you could and should add to your checklist is at least a beginner's understanding of what you're getting into, including how crypto differs from other investment strategies and the different factors that can affect a cryptocurrency's market value. Here are some of the terms and phrases that will help begin beginners better understand the world of crypto investing. So let's begin. Crypto terms you should know. Altcoin. Any coin that's not Bitcoin. Altcoins can be anything from a second most popular coin, Ethereum, to any of the thousands of coins with very minimal market value. Experts say you should really and should largely stick to the bigger, more mainstream cryptocurrencies as an investment. Bitcoin. The first and most valuable cryptocurrency launched on January 3rd, 2009. While its value has climbed steadily since then, it has seen wild fluctuations in the past months alone. The price of Bitcoin has fluctuated from a record high of $60,000 to below $30,000. Bitcoin Cash. A peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system that formed from a fork of the original Bitcoin, where Bitcoin is widely accepted as too volatile to be useful as a currency. Bitcoin Cash is designed to be better optimized for transactions. Block. Groups of data within a blockchain on cryptocurrency blockchains, blocks are made up of transaction records as users buy or sell coins. Each block can hold only a certain amount of information. Once it reaches that limit, a new block is formed to continue the chain. Blockchain. A digital form of record keeping. 
and the underlying technology behind cryptocurrencies. A blockchain is the result of sequential blocks that build upon one another, creating a permanent and unchangeable ledger of transactions or other data. Coin. A representative store of digital value that lives on a given blockchain or cryptocurrency network. Some blockchains have the same name for both the network and the coin. Like Bitcoin, others can have different names for each, like the Stellar blockchain, which has a native coin called Lumen. Coinbase. A popular centralized cryptocurrency exchange, Coinbase made history recently as the first crypto exchange to go public on the NASDAQ. Cold Wallet cold storage, a secure method of storing your cryptocurrency completely offline. Many cold wallets, also called hardware wallets, are physical devices that look similar to a USB device. This kind of wallet can help protect your crypto from hacking and theft, though it also comes with its own risks like losing it along with your crypto. Cryptocurrency. A type of currency that's digital and decentralized. A cryptocurrency can be used to buy and sell things or as long as long-term store of value. Decentralization. A principle of distributing power away from a central point. Blockchains are traditionally decentralized because they require majority approval from all users to operate and make changes rather than a central authority. Decentralized finance, DeFi. Financial activities uh, con conducted without the involvement of an intermediary like a bank, government, or other financial institution. Decentralized applications, dApps. Applications designed by developers and deployed on a blockchain to carry out, out actions without intermediaries. Decentralized finance activities are often completed using decentralized apps. Ethereum is the main network supporting activities in decentralized finance. Digital gold. Experts sometimes compare specific cryptocurrencies to real gold based on the way it can store and increase in value. Bitcoin is commonly referred to as digital gold. Ethereum. The second largest cryptocurrency by trade volume, Ethereum is a crypto network and software platform that developers can use to create new applications and has an associated currency called Ether. Exchange, a digital marketplace where you can buy and sell cryptocurrency. Fork, when a blockchain's user make changes to its rules, these changes to the protocol of a blockchain often result in two new paths, one that follows the old rules and a new blockchain that splits off from the previous one. An example, a fork of Bitcoin resulted in Bitcoin Cash. Gas. A fee that developers have to pay to the Ethereum network in order to use the system. Gas is paid in Ether, the native cryptocurrency of Ethereum. Genesis block. The first block of a cryptocurrency ever mined. HODL. Stands for hold on for dear life though the term originated from a user typo on a Bitcoin forum in 2013. It refers to a passive investment strategy in which people buy and hold on to cryptocurrency instead of trading it in the hopes that it increases in value. Having A feature written into Bitcoin's code in which after a certain number of blocks are mined, typically every four years, the amount of new Bitcoin entering circulation gets halved. The halving can have an impact on Bitcoin's price. Hash, a unique string of numbers and letters that identify blocks and are tied to crypto buyers and sellers. 
hot wallet, a software-based cryptocurrency wallet connected to the internet. While more convenient for quickly accessing your crypto, these wallets are a bit more susceptible to hacking and cybersecurity attacks than offline wallets. Just as files you store in the cloud may be more easily hacked than those locked in the safe in your home. Initial coin offering, ICO. A way that funds are raised for a new cryptocurrency project, ICOs are similar to initial public offerings, IPOs of stocks. Market capitalization. For cryptocurrency, market cap refers to the total value of all the coins that have been mined. You can calculate a crypto's market cap by multiplying the current number of coins by the current value of the coins. Mining. The process whereby new cryptocurrency coins are made available and the log of transactions between users is maintained. Node. A computer that connects to a blockchain network. Non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Non-fungible tokens are units of value used to represent the ownership of unique digital items like art or collectibles. NFTs are more often and most often held on the Ethereum uh, blockchain. Peer-to-peer. Two users interacting directly without a third party or intermediary. Public key. Your wallet's address, which is similar to your bank account number. You can share your public wallet key with people or institutions so they can send you money or take money from your account when you authorize it. Private key, the encrypted code that allows direct access to your cryptocurrency. Like your bank account password, you should never share your private key. Satoshi Nakamoto, the pseudonymous creator of Bitcoin. No one knows the true identity of Nakamoto or if it's more than just one person. Smart contract, an algorithm, uh, algorithmic program that enacts in terms of a contract automatically based on its code. One of the main value propositions of Ethereum network is its ability to execute smart contracts. Stablecoin or digital fiat. A stablecoin pegs its value to some other non-digital currency or commodity. A digital fiat represents a fiat or government-backed currency on the blockchain. Example, Tether, which is pegged to the U.S. dollar. Token, a unit of value on a blockchain that usually has some other value proposition besides just a transfer of value, like a coin. Vitalik Buterin, programmer who invented Ethereum in 2015. Wallet, a place to store your cryptocurrency holdings. Many exchanges offer digital wallets. Wallets may be hot, online software-based, or cold offline usually on a device so what do you guys think about all of these terminology and vocabulary which ones do you know and which ones did you just learn from watching and listening to this video so let me know what you think cryptocurrency terms to know before you invest a beginner's guide i hope that you learned a lot from this type of article all right, that's it for today. Let's take a look at the prices one more time before we leave. At number one, BTC, $33,250. Ethereum, $2,229. Tether, $1. Binance Coin, $318.29. Cardano, $1.38. XRP, $0.63. Cents. Dogecoin, $0.21. Cents. USD Coin, $1. Polkadot, $15.81. And last, Uniswap, 
$20.87. All right. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for reaching it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, please do what you can by sharing the Dave's Daily Crypto Take channel with your friends, with your family who want to get unbiased news and updates about the cryptocurrency world and, of course, blockchain. Again, this is not uh, financial advice. These are all just news and updates. So please do your own research and think about what you want to do if you are thinking about researching. Catch me on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts if you can. Uh, leave a review so it can help the algorithm. And in the YouTube world, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help a lot. And if you want to comment down below, you could also ask and request a few updates and topics you want me to cover in the future. So there you guys have it. Dave's Daily Crypto Take for today. I hope you guys have a good one. See you in the next one. Peace.